You're listening to Midday Moments with God, a daily podcast centered around scripture and prayer. Here we encounter God's blessing for the work we've begun and the grace needed to finish the day. So let's center our hearts and prepare for worship. I want to encourage you to center your hearts as we open with prayer. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. The psalm for this week is Psalm 97. The Lord is King. Let the earth rejoice. Let the many coasts and islands be glad clouds and thick darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him, setting ablaze his foes on every side. His flashes of lightning light up the world. The earth sees it and trembles. The mountains melt like wax at the presence of the Lord presence of the Lord of all the earth. The heavens declare his righteousness, and all the peoples see his glory. As we prepare for today's scripture reading, I want to encourage you to listen intentionally. Pay attention to the words that stand out to you. Listen to the emotions you feel and the pictures that come to mind. These are just some of the ways God might be speaking to you. Today's scripture comes from the book of Colossians, chapter 1, verses 15 through 20. Christ is the visible image of the invisible God. He existed before God made anything at all and is supreme over all creation. Christ is the one through whom God created everything in heaven and earth. He made the things we can see and the things we can't see, kings, kingdoms, rulers, and authorities. Everything has been created through him and for him. He existed before everything else began, and he holds all creation together. Christ is the head of the church, which is his body. He is the first of all who will rise from the dead, so he is first in everything. For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ, and by him God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of his blood on the cross. This includes you, who was once far away from God. You were once his enemy, separated from him by evil thoughts and actions. Yet now, he's brought you back as his friend. He has done this through his death on the cross in his own human body. As a result, he's brought you into the very presence of God. And you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. But you must continue to believe this truth and stand in it firmly. Don't drift away from the assurance you received when you heard the good news. 
the good news has been preached all over the world, and I, Paul, have been appointed by God to proclaim it. I want to invite you to pause for a moment and let us guide you as you reflect on the words of scripture you just heard. Take a deep breath and let's begin. What word or phrase stood out to you in today's reading? What emotions did you feel? Who or what did you picture in your mind? Do you feel God calling you to act upon anything you've reflected on today? As we wrap up this moment of reflection, let this ancient prayer wash over you. This week I'm sharing from a book, Five Marks of a Methodist, written by Steve Harper, and Harper takes uh, one of Wesley's essays, The Character of a Methodist, and pulls out what Wesley called uh, the distinguishing marks of a Methodist. The first was, a Methodist loves God. The second was, a Methodist rejoices in God. And today we consider the third, a Methodist give thanks. And Harper says this, Wesley rightly notes that gratitude is the Christian's response to God. Gratitude is the response to grace. Anne Lamott gets it right in her book, Help, Thanks, and Wow, when she shows how saying thanks is always our first response when we recognize that God has helped us. Harper continues saying, Thanksgiving is the comprehensive response we make to life. It is the 24-7 understanding of the hymn writer's words, Though the wrong seems off so strong, God is the ruler yet. We can describe this philosophically and generally, but most of us experience it in concrete ways. We know people who lead off conversations with negative attitudes or feelings. We know people who approach life more as a problem to be confronted than a glory to be lived. If they do it time and again, we no longer look forward to being around them. But then there are folks who wake up each day eager to live another day, doing so in the belief that God is good, present, active, and sufficient. They aren't naive optimists. In fact, some of them live with personal debilitations, economic hardships, and family stresses that go beyond anything we are facing. But we look forward to seeing them or hearing from them because we know they will be living into life, not away from it. This third mark of the disciple is more than positive thinking or having pleasant disposition, both of which are commendable. Rather, Wesley commends the deep response to grace that produces the outlook on life that brings us to each day and to the end of life itself, grateful for having had the privilege of living on this earth.
Now let's join together in prayer, letting God hear what's on our hearts. Lord, when we open our hands and hearts to the poor, your kingdom is at hand. Remind us that there is always enough to give to those who are in need. Make us generous today with the good you have entrusted to us. Together, let us pray for the people of this congregation. For those who suffer and those in trouble. For the concerns of this local community. For the world, its people and its leaders. For the church universal, its leaders, its members, and its mission. And in communion with the saints. And help us to remember the words your Son, Jesus Christ, taught us to pray, saying, Our Our Father, who who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. Thanks for joining us for this midday moment with God. We hope you felt connected to Christ and our community of listeners. Midday Moments with God is a ministry of the First United Methodist Church of Mount Vernon, Illinois. Join us here each weekday wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you.